Is it by that you ain't just getting ready to vote? Yes, oh, yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Uh, ready. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a quick 15 with Pastor Scott. Pastor Scott is logged in, and we will be shortly having a time of prayer and sharing and devotion. Um, look forward to having a good time. And Pastor Scott, are you there? Are you logged in? He may be getting his audio together. Trust everybody is having a great day. Yes. Hey, you have a great day. I have a great day. I am. I really am. That's good. You're here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Hello. Hello, Hey, Pastor Scott. Great. Well, I hope you are. Hey, Pastor Scott. Hey, Pastor Scott. Hey, Pastor Scott. Lord, have mercy. Hey, Pastor Scott. Can't take us nowhere. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I pray that everybody is doing fine. Yes, sir. We're we're hanging in there. Um, uh, I'm so glad that that our numbers continue to go up as far as this time of prayer and sharing is concerned. And um, uh, I am so. um, uh, Let me just say before before we have the prayer call how how humbled and honored I am um, to be doing life with you all and to be on my own continuous spiritual journey and growth with you all. You all are just absolutely uh, a wonderful group of, of people. And uh, God knows I love you all. Thank you. So appreciative Thank you. Of what Thank you. Thank you. You're wonderful also, Dr. Scott. Thank you, doing dear heart <laughs> so what I, what I want to, what I want to do is I want to um, I, I want to to um, pull up an interesting book that we probably rarely would read um, but I believe that it can, can be a good source for us tonight so I'm going to go ahead and put us on mute and um, we're going to go ahead and get started as far as our prayer time is concerned. Tonight, I want to call our attention to um, Nahum. <laughs> Nahum, 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 um, chapter 3, and I want to read one verse, and that is verse 19. And it reads like this, Your injury has no healing. Your wound is severe. All who hear news of you will clap hands over you. For from whom has not your wickedness passed continually? And let me share that in another translation. In the message translation, it says, You're past the point of no return. Your wound is fatal. When the story of your fate gets out, the whole world would applaud and cry encore. Your cruel evil is seeped into every nook and cranny of the world. Everyone has felt it and 
suffered. And what I want to do is I want to talk about um, taking another look or, or another take. And I kind of want to, want to talk about what do we risk when we know that God will forgive us, God will show grace to us, and we become complacent, and we go back to the very thing that God has delivered us from. Let me let that set for a moment. I would dare say that there are some people who tend to take advantage of the grace of God as far as our lives are concerned. This particular passage that I just read to you from Nahum shows what happens to people when they disregard God's grace. In the book of Jonah, it talks about God's mercy. When Jonah went to a place called Nineveh, he preached, and the Ninevites repented of their sins, and God spared them. Now Nahum is proclaiming God's judgment on the same city, Nineveh. God spared them after Jonah's preaching, but they went back to the very same sin for which God had spared them. The city's deeds finally caught up with them, and God said, I am sending judgment, and it's going to be harsh, and it's going to be very severe. That's why Nahum 3.19 says, there is no healing for your wound. Your injury is fatal. All who hear of your report will clap their hands for joy concerning you, for who has not suffered at the hands of your endless cruelty? See, the problem with the Assyrians were that they were a major kingdom at that time, but they had inflicted a lot of pain and punishment on a lot of smaller countries, particularly Judah and Israel. They displaced people. They enslaved people. They stole their wealth. Uh, they looted their cities. They uh, took advantage of their women. They put their children into slavery. And God said, you know what? I'm getting ready to end this. And the way that God defeated the Assyrians was he sent the Babylonians. And so the Babylonians wound up defeating the Assyrians. But even interestingly after that, it is Israel that's taken into captivity by the Babylonians. So notice the difference between the book of Jonah, Jonah the one that ran away from God and got swallowed by a fish because he didn't want to go preach the gospel. Jonah shows us that God is ready to give us mercy and grace. But Nahum shows us that the same God that's ready to give us mercy and grace will dispense judgment if we take advantage of his grace. And I think that in times like this, it is a necessary reminder for us to understand that God wants to be graceful with us. God wants to give us another chance, but sooner or later, God's patience runs out and judgment will be executed. And so we got to recognize God's full character. He is a God of grace and mercy, but he's also a God of judgment and justice. And let me just say that even in these times, as far as this pandemic is concerned, I really do believe that God is, in a sense, 
trying to warn us and let us know, I need you all as a world to stop playing with my mercy and my grace. And even with the church, I believe he's saying the same thing. So remember the God we serve is faithful and he's loving and he's gracious and he's kind. But God is also a God of judgment. And God is a God of jealousy when it comes to idolatry. And so I want to encourage us tonight that if the Lord brings us out of a situation, don't go back into it. Don't take God's mercy for granted. Don't take God's grace for granted. But let us respond to it with worship and praise and a changed life. Amen. 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 So tonight, before we close, um, I want us to, if we could, to, um, uh, I want you all to share your prayer concerns. And uh, if you would um, share whatever prayer concerns you have. I do want to mention and I want us to lift up Reverend Peyton C. He lost his grandfather this morning and walked over oh. him in prayers. Um, so that's why you all have not seen him lately because he's been in Fredericksburg on the weekend with his grandfather. Mm-hmm. So we want to continue to lift him up in prayer. Um, and also, um, one of my former disciples back in St. Louis named Kirk Stillman. Uh, who is having heart surgery in the morning. We want to lift him up in prayer. We also want to lift up Dr. Monica Redman. We want to continue to lift up Dr. Paul Drummond and his wife, Sister Drummond, and, of course, uh, my immediate predecessor, Dr. Drake. Uh, any other prayer concerns? You can go ahead. And- your mom and your sister. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mercy Robert Lewis, my brother Regina Anderson, she's having surgery on Tuesday. Regina Anderson is having surgery. Toledo, Christine Robinson. Okay. My brother Reverend Bay. Kathy Brown, her family, Gail Borden, her family. family, they got shot. Yes, yeah. family. Right. The Kilroy family. The whole family, family just buried their son. And the family of Renard Wright, who has died, Adrena Kozar, 100 years old, and lift up her uh, yeah. granddaughter Octavia. Uh, she'll be funeralized this Saturday, and Renard Wright yeah. want to lift him up uh, as well. Okay. 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 Let's lift up these students who are going back to school on the 29th. It's not all students, but it's specific students going back. Lift okay. those parents and those students up. Yes, ma'am. Right. I would also like to pray for my sister, Helen Mitchell, 
Okay. And her family. All right. We also, also want to lift up all of those who are being impacted by the hurricane. Hurricane. Yes. 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 Also for Deacon Angela McDonald, her great niece, which is three months old. Her name is Toy, and she had she had surgery on yesterday, and they were wow. asking us to please pray for that little baby. Yeah. She was in need yeah. of a kidney, and that was sent yeah, okay. yesterday as an emergency, as an urgent prayer for that baby. Yeah. Let's lift those homeless people up who's sleeping out in those tents. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes. Um, and pray also, for the nurses. Those are the five victims in California. Yeah. Also, uh, the former church administrator at St. Paul, uh, she lost her brother, and uh, we want to lift her up in prayer. Well. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I would like to lift and up the Reverend Dr. Cassie C. Jones at the Parkwood Institutional Church. Um, Pastor Scott, she lost her son, her oh. only birth son, on the fifth of this month, and he will be oh, wow. utilized this Saturday. You know my yes. okay. Reverend Dr. Kennedy. Yes, I know who she is. Thank you for that. And um, yes. I'm going to try to find, get her number and give her a call. So thank you for that. I can help you with that. Yes. All right. I appreciate that. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and mute us, and we're going to go to the Lord mm-hmm. in prayer. I appreciate you all's prayer concerns. Let's talk to the Lord at this time. God, we come to you and Oh, what, how many prayer concerns we have. Um, And I'm so glad that you're so sovereign that you can hear each and every prayer concern and you know how to deal with us accordingly. Situations to the hurricanes that are viewing in the Atlantic, God move right now to the COVID-19 pandemic. God, we need your protection and we need you to help us to find a safe and viable vaccine, one that is not rushed or politicized by this president. God, I, I come because this nation is in such turmoil. God, I pray that you will empower us to register and vote. I pray, oh God, that you will help us here at St. Paul to do all we can to empower people to carry out their their civic duty. God, the prayer concerns that have been rendered, the death angel continues to move in our midst, give comfort to those families. For those that need healing, we pray that you will move as you see fit. For the three-year-old that need a kidney transplant, God, we know you can open that door real quick. Of the violence in our community, if you would continue to bring healing to that family. God, for Reverend uh, Kathy Jones, if you would, give her comfort right now. And God, um, for all of these, my sisters and brothers that you have allowed for 
Pierre Cheris and I to do life with, I thank you. Thank you for the St. Paul Church, God. I really thank you for the St. Paul Church. And I pray, oh God, that we continue to be a beacon of hope and light, not only in the Belmont community, but in the city of Charlotte, the county of Mecklenburg, the surrounding areas, as well as the state, this country, and this world. We're trying to let our light shine through mission and ministry, through preaching, teaching, and loving and caring. Continue to help us to do those things, oh God. Now, God, we lift up even Peyton C. and the loss of his grandfather, that you will give him and his family comfort. And, Lord, empower us to show him how much he's appreciated and loved at St. Paul. I pray you will give them good night rest. I pray you will undergird them, give them peace, give them whatever they need to do what you have called them to do. And let, oh God, you bring glory through their lives. Now, Lord, as we close this prayer, but never your presence, keep us in your care. It is in the name of Jesus Christ we pray and we claim it done. Amen. 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 Amen.